Seder Snippets is generously sponsored by the Saka family in memory of the patriarch of the family, Joseph Saka. We are uh, continuing, we're concluding Shira Chadasha Shibchu Geulim. We mentioned last night one interpretation. Why is it called a Shira Chadasha? It is a new song. Simple understanding of Shira Chadasha. We mentioned based on Rabbeinu Bechaya, Shibchu Geulim. The Geulim are those who were spared, those who were saved, those who were redeemed on the other side of the Amsuf. And because they experienced a revelation which was un- unprecedented, it was unparalleled. The average person saw greater than the greatest prophet. What they saw was new and therefore they reacted and responded with the Shira Chadasha. An unprecedented revelation deserves a brand new unprecedented song, a reaction of praise. It's a Shira Chadasha. But why isn't it Shira Chadash? Why is it in the feminine rather than in the masculine? Why is it in Lashon Nekeva rather than in Lashon Zachar? So Rav Hutner, Hutner suggests in his Pachat Yitzchak an answer based on a Tosos and Psachim. Tosos and Psachim on Daf Kuftaz Vav Ahmed Beis explains. In the Birchas HaGeula and the Haggadah, in the Haggadah, one of the uh, cups that we drink is over a bracha that acknowledges redemption, not the past redemption, when we pivot to not appreciate the past redemption, but to long for and to hope for the future one. So Tosos writes, V'nodolacha shir chadash, we should have said Shir Chadash, Lashon Zachar. Why Shira Chadasha? And Tosus explains that Kola Shiros Lashon Nekeva Chutz Mishira Delasa Lashon Zachar. Shanekeva Yesh Latzar Leida Afkol Anisim Yeshacharim Tzar Chutz Milaasa Sheinacharatzar. The answer is when we invoke the Lashon Nekeva, we are describing the experience of a woman. She undergoes labor pains. She undergoes difficulty, challenge. It gives birth to something that makes it worth it, at least from our opinion, but it gives birth to somebody which makes the pain worthwhile. But there is pain from the childbirth, there's pain afterwards in the afterbirth. So when there is a redemption which is not complete, when there's a redemption which is not whole, or a redemption which is not conclusive or final, then it is Lashon Nekeva, because there's pain during, there's pain after. If it were in the masculine, Zachar is because it represents the final redemption. It's conclusive, there's closure. There is no pain afterwards. There is no setback or persecution to follow. So the Futner suggests, based on Tosos, In other words, the future redemption, which is complete, is what was being born. It is the birth of the redemption that came earlier. The final redemption is Lashon Zachar, is Shir Chadash, and until then is Shira Chadasha. Since Kriyas Yamsuf, of course, was a stage in redemption, Vega'alti. However, it's not complete. It was not the arrival of Mashiach. It was not the end. Therefore, it is more similar to the experience of a woman, the feminine, and that's why it is Shira Chadasha. We say, Kulam Hodu V'himlichu V'yamru. All of them. Kula means together. How did they know what to say? How was it so synchronized? How was it so harmonious? There was a level of Ruach HaKodesh. The fact that they, in a, such a unified, harmonious fashion, all responded in sync, it describes, it's clear that there was some, that there was some divine assistance in that conclusion. Hodu v'himlichu v'yamru. That is the goal. All of davening. Everything we've said until now. Ms. Mashir, Bar Shamar, Ashrid, Alalukas, Az Yashir, the Shira, Yishtabach, Birchos Krishma, Shma, everything was to get to a point that Hodu, 
v'himlichu v'yamru. The Eitz Yosef says, Hodu is al ha'avar. Hodu is, we're grateful for what happened. We're grateful for our past. We're grateful for what led until now. V'himlichu is the behova in the present, to coronate God, mekabel omachu shamayim. In other words, this is a check. Before you take those three steps forward for the Amida, you better have an inspection. You better do a check, an evaluation. Look in the mirror. Can we say, Hodu, v'himlichu, v'yamru? Are we grateful for the past? Have we been mekabel omachu shamayim in the present? And then v'yamru, Hashem yimloch liolam vayad, yimloch is lashon asid. Yimloch is the future. So the past, can we take credit? Have we been appropriate and responsible in acknowledging and appreciating and expressing gratitude for the past? V'imlichu. Have we been mam Hashem? Have we sufficiently experienced the Kabbalah Salmochu Shemaim? It's what Shema and its brachos are meant to be. You can't stand up and ask God for things if you don't really believe He's in charge, if you don't really accept that He's in control, if you don't submit to His dominion and His providence. V'imlichu. And then v'yamru, it's not enough to accept it and receive it academically, theoretically, conceptually. It's not even enough to appreciate it about the past. V'yamru in the future. V'yamru, Hashem yimloch liolam vayad. Yimloch in the future, will we proclaim, will that which we've accepted and coronated Hashem, does that inform and inspire us to continue to proclaim it going forward? So the micha mocha, what we're now reading, this conclusion, this buildup, this preparation, is sort of what one needs to do to have an effective Amida. If you wait till you've taken your three steps forward for the Amida, in some ways it's too late. You need to utilize what comes before to best position and prepare so that when we get to the Amida, we are ready to go. So what do we need to have done before? Hodu v'yimlichu v'yamru and then Hashem yimloch li'olam v'ed and then we can conclude with the bracha of Tzu Yisrael, Gal Yisrael and head into the Amida which we will continue with.